0: thing that is the wider world and as we grow up and get older and don't have enough life left to actually enjoy the little things <sighs> we got
1: got deep for a second there yeah, yeah. sorry I, I ran off
0: what we do here is go back 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 back, back. another episode another year another season of the bros and bros podcast Mm -hmm. welcome back everyone it is season five we're bringing it in it's a new number it's a bigger number and it's a bigger year because it's 2023 and we're back um man what a break what a break it's been Mm -hmm. a while you know, we've done our thing, it's been Christmas, it's the new year, but we're back and we've got some, some stories to tell, some life happenings to tell, and as always, we've got a beer to share, because that's what this podcast is about. Two mates catching up, having a drink, and chatting the chat. And uh, as always, James, Hello! Hello,
1: my friend on the other side. <laughs> uh, kia ora to you, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year to you and to the wonderful listeners out there. Um, it's funny we're actually doing this this episode on a Friday, and oh, yeah, not only saying, on a Friday, and... it's nine o'clock, so it's quite Oof. late for us. I it's mean, a late one. I mean, you could could very traditionally find yourself. Uh, at a pub at this hour. And yet to me, it doesn't really feel like a Friday. And it feels like <laughs> I should be tucked into bed with a cup of tea. True. And I'm quite looking forward to a beer. Um, and we should say that, that uh, at least for the for the time being, you know, um, we've, we've... I'm trying to think of a way of putting this that isn't sad. We've put Brulette in the trophy cabinet. I was thinking yes. put it out the pasture, and that seems really mm-hmm. sad. That is now We've sad. put it yeah. in the trophy cabinet. There's, it's not to say we will never make a return to it, but we're just... We're for season five, we're going to start out by just uh, just bringing a beer to the show. Just something yes. that's jumped out to us, something that we wanted to try for whatever reason. Uh, less of a competition and more of a general beer chat. Um, so why don't you go ahead? Why don't you just just tell me right off the top what you've selected for the show today and uh, why, if there's any particular reason why you chose it. Of course.
0: Uh, today I have selected an Urbanaut, Oh yes, uh, which is a uh, locally brewed here in Kingsland, Auckland, um, and it's called the. Uh, it's called K, for K Road. Um, it is a lemon and lime hazy IPA.
1: Ooh, is it new? It is new because is Urbanaut's new. like Core Rangers, Brixton, Newtown. It's like th- all of it's them the, have, I guess, sort of suburb names. Suburbs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and yeah, this is the K Road. Um, and yeah, it sounds like they did a um, yeah a collaboration with Everybody Eats. Um, oh, yeah. Which is on K Road, and it's basically the philosophy of Everybody Eats is you pay what you want for the meal, um, but still giving quality food. But yeah, you kind of... Um, you you pay as you feel dining experience um and yeah so they've done they've done this with them and yeah k road urbanaut that's what jumped out at me also hazy ipa love a hazy here it sounds like it's gonna be Um,
1: refreshing
0: yes yes it is full of um what's it saying lemon zest and splash of lime so i will
1: tell you in a second how that tastes Uh, it sounds delicious. I'm quite jealous, actually. Uh, not to take anything away from, from (laughs) my my own beer. Um, my beer is one that I've actually been sitting on for a while, not for a rainy day, but, but I've, the amount of times I could have drunk this beer at home and went, no, no, you're keeping that for a, a Brews episode one day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've probably had it for some, some weeks. Uh, and it's from the Mount Brewing Company. Of course, made famous by Crazy Hazy Days. Uh, but this is the Mounty Pilsner. And, you know, if you've been listening for a while, you know that neither of us are huge Pilsner people. True. And I just want so badly to, to find a Pilsner that I like. <laughs> had a few over, over Christmas, a few different ones, had a few conversations with my dad, with my uncle. Uh, and... And the long and the short of it is I think I'd rather have a shit lager than most Pilsners. And so yeah. that is now what I'm judging Pilsners to get. But I like Mount Brewing Company. True. And so I've been trying to save this for a uh, for a time where I can give it a proper a proper taste to see what it's well, about. Well, you get so, to appreciate it today. I do, I do. Uh, let's crack them open. Happy New Year to you, my friend. I Happy know this New is going to fizz because I knocked it over not two minutes ago. Keep it away from the mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheers to you. Haven't you yet? Cheers. As I said, very um very foamy, which I think has ruined the first sip. So you know, we're not doing brulee anymore. I think things can sort of loosen up a bit, so I might allow myself a second second sip, but you're pulling all sorts of faces, so why don't you why don't you oh, I said you, second sip and I was literally about to stare. Well a you can go for a second sip. sip. I'll just, I, I am. I'll just chat. um what have i have got to say? Not a whole lot. It's only oh, been a month since we talked talk to us. Um,
0: I, Oh, mm, I was expecting more. Um, I was expecting more the hazy comes through IPA, all of that. Like it, it tastes like what it is just the citrus wise. I was hoping for a little bit more of a kick initially, but I will be interested to see how it drinks going on. Mm. Um, It might come through a little bit later, but yeah, I was expecting a little bit more zest, really. Um, But still, a still a easy drinking beer, but not quite what I thought. First impressions, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. What about Um, you? Mine's probably just what I expected. It's fine. (laughs) Like honestly, at nine o'clock on a Friday, it's probably you'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I just there's something about pilsners that and i had whatever parrot dogs stand range pilsner is with dad about a week ago and i just had a first sip i'm like this is just so so boring <laughs> what's um, the point what's the point so i think you know they just they'll just continue to disappoint me and maybe i just need to stop stop trying them um but i don't know about you but and i mean this is just just taking the beer beer chat into general catch-up chat over, over Christmas, I had a, a real range of beers. And I've got to say, one of my highlights of the holiday period was uh, having a few sweet Corona oh. on uh, Christmas Day. It's yeah, probably yeah. the first time in at least six months that I had a Corona. And that really sticks with me. Oh, you just can't. Sometimes you can't be the simple drinking, quite sweet, very light. Uh, and of all the masses of alcohol that we had at our house. It was the Kroners that, that sold out quickest. Hell, Dad had yeah. only bought a six pack and they went very quickly. <laughs> um, but speaking of Christmas, how was your Christmas, my friend? Tell me any stories of note. Uh, I know it's obviously quite hard to summarize a whole festive season, but uh, by keeping yourself to, to Christmas, no delving into the new year period, just the, uh, the sort of lead up, the, the week of, the day of, Boxing Day. Uh, how fared you in the festive season?
0: Yeah, it was a really good year this year. Not that other years haven't been, but we all kind of walked away after Christmas and after Boxing Day, being like, "That was really good." It was just, it just, it was, it was one of those years where it just everything worked, um, which was lovely. Basically, lead up Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve. Um, Morgan and I did a holiday watch of Home Alone this year We did Home Alone Mm -hmm. Um, And then yeah, Christmas morning Woke up, uh, went to um, Mum and Baba's Baba, Grandma for everyone who doesn't know um, And we did Christmas morning with them And then we drove out to Morgan's parents' place um, Where we yeah basically did a big afternoon there Um, presents and stuff. Um, they got corn. We, one of the children got the parents corn hole for Christmas. Um, and we basically just played that all afternoon. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, good food, big feed. And then, um, we ended up actually staying there the night, which meant that we can actually just, we could drink and we could enjoy it and not have to worry about that. So it was really nice just hanging out as a full family there um and then yeah the next morning leftovers for breakfast and then we drove back to mum and baba's place where we had my family christmas um and it was really nice this year mum did a great job in the kitchen shout out mum um no disasters it was great this year you did amazing um And my auntie, for the first time, our family has always been very much just sit and chat and just, you know, just take it as it comes. But this year, my auntie and uncle actually organized, like some quiz cards and some quiz and some games for us to play and we were all just very surprised by it um but it was so much fun like they had this whole bag of just chocolate and prizes so if you answered a question right you got a prize you got a chocolate um and then all of a sudden you've probably seen plenty on line tiktok wherever your youtube shorts righty righty rah um the game where you you're blindfolded and you've got Whole bunch of cash in front of you on a table, and you've got to get a spatula and you've got to try and pick up the money onto a plate. Have you seen this? No, you've never seen this. No, well, you you're know, not I on don't, TikTok. you know, I don't you're, not TikTok. On, you're not on the ticky tocky, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, goes crazy in, in amongst the kind of festive holidays of the year. Um, and yeah, she organized this. Bunch of cash, $5, $10, a few 20s in there. Um, and it was just so much fun. We all went up. We were just having it go. I ended up walking away with about like 45 bucks. So what, I did, I did you're
1: blindfolded cool. and you're trying to scoop money up off a table that obviously you can't see with a spatula. And just, with a spatula. Right. Yeah, and get it onto a plate. Right. Um, which is a lot harder than than what it sounds. Uh, I would almost think of it as being impossible unless... Do you get because i guess going first you don't Mm -hmm. do you get to see like where the money is and then you put your blindfold on like you have a rough indication of you have a rough indication of what's going on yeah okay yeah and then yeah put
0: put the put it on and then the next person you kind of mess it up again you know like yeah it it doesn't just stay the way that it is but regardless you know long story short it was just so cool Cause it's something that we just haven't done before as a family. Very entertaining. So we really walked away from it with successful food, successful games, and just successful time together, which was which was really nice. Which was really nice as a whole, being with both families. I think for Morgan and I, knowing that it's our last Christmas here for a while as well, um, it was it was very much enjoyed and
1: savoured. I guess is the way to put it nice that sounds beautiful and very similar to my own christmas i must say um i think i talked uh you know in the the lead up a couple of months leading up to december last year about how i was anticipating quite a big christmas with family Mm. coming into Mm. town and that's exactly how it played out um i mean fran and i were both off work the week of christmas so we really just got to chill out that week leading up which made life really nice we weren't sort of doing hectic anything in the days leading up to it uh christmas eve had uh, basically everyone that was coming around to christmas day around to our house for drinks because i'd sort of wanted uh, my cousins and stuff to sort of see where we lived and do a little bit of hosting so uh, actually that and i've just remembered that christmas eve i felt really sick i'd done a couple Ooh. of covid tests and i was like this could just uh-huh. this could just be an absolute <laughs> ruiner of the yeah. year keep coming back negative and i was like well i guess i'm just gonna keep, keep just keep pushing on mm-hmm. and i guess within the family i think there was you know we didn't sit around sit around the table and go if you're sick you're fine but there was kind of understanding that this is such a rare occurrence that unless someone definitely tested positive for covid they probably you know we don't even know what would have happened But so hosting christmas eve was a real battle and i went to bed on the 24th being like if i wake up even worse than this tomorrow it's gonna suck and thankfully i woke up probably Fifteen percent better, and I just made the decision. I was like, "You just need to have a little mimosa at ten o'clock in the morning. You just have to power on through." And by the end of the day, I felt a lot better. So you know, nice, not that I'm advocating nice. any sort of alcohol as medicine, but that was the decision that I made. <laughs> um, and so, friend's mum was down, so we woke up, had a little sort of croissant for breakfast situation. Did oh, a uh, you know, a little bit of stuff with just the three of us, sort of around ten o'clock, started cooking. I was on the sort of salads um, situation. Went around to mum, dad's at around eleven. Uh, just chaos. Desperately trying <laughs> to get a photo with um, the four of us because my sister was in from from mm. France with her How... her boyfriend. I'd seen her on the twenty third, so we'd already like sort of said hello, but hadn't had proper chance to catch up. Christmas morning madness. The cousins haven't come around yet trying to take a photo, trying to open like any kind of a present. No, nope, Someone <laughs> turns up and you try and steal a moment. Oh no, we're stuck in food. And so, uh, uh food and, and drink definitely, definitely. was number one priority. Um, but it was amazing. Um, my sister and parents had set out this long trestle table on the back garden yeah, and, yeah. and just seeing it set for 14 places for me, I was like, wow, this is like, this is going to be, Something quite special, and it was something quite special. Essentially, once in a 10 year Christmas for me, in terms of the amount of family that we had around, and it was just so nice to be able to share that with people that we wouldn't normally share Christmas with. Like the last time I uh, had a Christmas with those cousins was up in Auckland 11 years ago, Uh, and that time we drove up with, with the dog. Um, with martha this time they had driven down so the dog was here the two dogs were reunited like a decade <laughs> later they used to be like last time they were running around this year they were just like you know the Chilling. old the old dogs that like just didn't have, they wouldn't yep. settle because there was so we're much going like on what but, we used to be <laughs> yeah yeah and wellington had beautiful weather so i had gone uh I think I'd gone for a swim on Christmas Eve, ended up, you know, got almost all the family in the the water at Tidai Beach at three o'clock on Christmas Day. Uh, that's, that, I mean, that's how you know Wellington really turned it on, but it was beautiful. The thing was, there was just no time for for any sort of present happening. <laughs> so we did it on Boxing Day. I mean, <laughs> really? it doesn't sound as strange to you, having done a second Christmas on Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, that's true. It just true. got to the point of the day where I said to mum, I was like, look, this isn't happening today. We're just... just come come back tomorrow and so uh on boxing day uh we came back around sort of got i just got some food that i took back to our house to sort of chill out went back around at kind of four o'clock did some presents just within sort of mum dad myself friend Catherine, and then all the cousins came back around again and we just ended up basically having christmas part two, <laughs> 2. and 0. boxing day actually went later than christmas day <laughs> and so we were still out on the back garden at like nine o'clock and it was just uh, i same as sounds the same as you man just really treasured it it was mm. it was very, mm. very 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 special um and yeah i think the weather with added to it but yeah it was a very a very special christmas for a lot of reasons and you know, I didn't come out of it going like, Let's do it again next year. It was more you know, next yeah. year Christmas That'll could be, be anything and it yeah. would be fine. I don't think all Christmas have to have to be have to be equal. Like mm-hmm. I'd like to do this again in five years, ten years, whatever. But Yeah. Yeah, it was was uh, it was very nice. And then uh, to to sort of continue to continue on <laughs> had a couple of days in Wellington and then we drove up to uh to Gisborne for Rhythm and Vines. My goodness, Little I can't festival. Believe Not sure if it. you've ever heard of it. Uh, very no, small. No, no, no. Uh, no. Not very never many been, people want been. to know. <laughs> yeah, after, uh, after 27 years, 28 years for Fran, a combined zero Rhythm and Vines R&V appearances between us, we finally <laughs> broke the duck this year. And uh, we went for for one night only, just the 29th, and uh, not camping. So... We were actually only at R and for about and six o'clock till twelve o'clock on one night, but yeah, we had just made the decision. Fran friend had friends in Gisborne, yeah, we were able to stay there, and again, after after a really nice Christmas, it was a beautiful New Year's, um, spending time with mostly sort of well entirely friends. Friends like being being the plus one was was quite mm. nice to be honest. It was sort of mm. a different. I've explained this to a few people. I think in my personality position you're probably quite similar you know often when you're around friends you tend to facilitate the conversation you're very um, involved running through my yeah you want to make sure everyone's having a good time new years i was just like i'm just the boyfriend i'm just gonna be here (laughs) and have a good time chime in in conversation where i have something (laughs) witty to say but this is not my like i didn't organize it i'm just here for the free room and and the good times and it was absolutely absolutely that like the out of the 28th there was we're at someone's house in gisborne and i had sort of helped organize all the food and the next night it was sort of the lead up to going into r and and we went in and my r and summary mm-hmm. would be the infrastructure was better than i expected it was less busy than i expected the music was better than i expected the location and venue was better than i expected and i just walked out of there being like yeah i'd come next year okay. I, I just had a great great time now only went on one day didn't have to deal with all the camping stuff True. the 29th i know is the quietest because lots of people just stay in the campsite and don't go in mm. um but yeah hey, we just had a really really good time and if we were invited back to that house and it was a similar thing i'd just do it all again and it would probably go for two nights um Sick. but yeah it was just funny i think it was the 20th anniversary this year to to, to finally go to RV at at 27 um if you're not from new zealand r and is the classic sort of festival that you go to when you're 18 or 19 or 20 or all of those years sort of a a uh, a rite of passage for people finishing school and yep. in the independence yep. uh, coming the, of age yeah the festival has a s- some sordid history of sort of rioting and tent burning that sort of situation uh which you know was was stamped out by was, some some mm. sort of logistical changes but yeah, it was, re- and again, the weather was really nice on that day, so that maybe that made a big difference. But uh, so that was my twenty ninth, and then the thirtieth, we had a night off, and most of the other people we were with went into R and V. So we had said, nah, we'll just we'll, we'll do what we'll do one <laughs> nah, night." Right. Thank you very very much. Rest for the thirty first, <laughs> and then on the thirty first, we did this uh, like cocktail hors d'oeuvre competition where you had to pick a theme and sort of match the theme with a costume and a little bit of food and, uh, and a cocktail so there were six teams of two uh friend and i chose spicy as our theme Ooh. um and the hard thing for us was they had done the competition the year before but we weren't there so we didn't know how hard to go like because you know <laughs> yep. you don't want to totally not put in enough effort and all of a sudden oh, we're, we've underdone this and everyone mm-hmm. is putting mm-hmm. in heaps of effort. But you also don't want to take it too seriously. Too far. And, and I think we middled, it. we middled it really well. Uh, the cocktail that we made ended up being the best of the night because we scored on all like categories and stuff. We made a strawberry and jalapeno <sighs> spicy margarita, so cool. which was really good. Uh, and then because we didn't go into RMV on the 30th, we just we did some like baking we made a little like flat bread crisp um which was fun I'd never made crackers before they turned out well and we made like a chili jam which was fun we didn't know how many chilies to put in and we were scared it was being gonna be too hot and in the end too it hot. wasn't hot enough uh <laughs> and then our our costume was basically just like all red stuff that we'd picked up and op shot and spicy. like found this three dollar pair of woman's red pants and the Gizzy, yes, I saw the photo. SPCA, yes. op shop. Um, <laughs> and I was like, this is meant to be. I'm this meant is to is wear working. these pants. Um, but it was, a, it was a really fun night. Uh, and everyone put in like a similar amount of effort and it probably took about six hours. Like in the end, each team probably, by the time wow. you'd gone in and made your thing and brought it yeah. out, it spaced yeah. out really well. So the last team were bringing their stuff out at 10.30ish. It started getting dark. We had this sort of picnic under the, under, there was this like, uh street light on the lawn um and oh, then sick. the night ended with one of the guys shaving his head which was part of their like performance art of that team because he had long hair and apparently he'd wanted to cut it for ages so unannounced to everyone that was the like circus act of their thing that ended what? yeah it was it was uh it was That's a lot. dedication to the art yeah yeah so they got like points for like surprise factor and then counted in New Year's and then Fran and I were in bed within the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> and we were like, Yep, yeah, we're probably done And another couple was in bed at a similar time and probably the rest of them, like the other eight or ten people kept going for another couple of hours. Um so not quite the New Year's uh Morgan, yourself, Fran and myself had the year before we were out into the early <laughs> yes, hours. But it was true. it was enjoyable in a in a different way and, and oh, yeah. completely was different really glad was really glad that we did it because it was just, like, nice to go. Neither of us had been to Gizman before. It was nice to spend time with a different group of people, and it was right up there, I would say. You know, as someone that doesn't like New Year's, it was probably up there with a you know, one of the best New Year's new Years I had. Uh, last year's also up there, for the record. Oh, thank um, you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was my new... What was sick. That was my new years. What did you get up to after Christmas?
0: That's cool. That's so sick. Um, Yeah, ours was... Um, after Christmas, a little bit of working. Um, and then on the 30th, after work, because we were both working on that Friday, um, we drove down to Tairua on the Coromandel. Um, I actually drove there. Ooh, how <laughs> the roads? It went very well. <laughs> um Oh yeah! On top of that, my driving—very confident. I'm, I'm getting very good. Too little, confident. Few little things here and there, of course, but I'm very much enjoying it, which is good. Um. Anyway, back to my news. Oh, I've got a burp. I've got gas again. Just announce that to everyone. <clears throat> okay. New Year's. It's the thirtieth. I'm working. After work, we drive. We get there. The thing about the 30th is that everyone got there on the 29th. So they got there on the 29th, set up the camp, had a night, and then they had the full day of the 30th. And the 30th was the best weather out of the whole entire weekend. Um, 28 degrees, just no cloud in the sky, beautiful. Beach day, they all went to the beach. It was just one of those days. Morgan and I turn up after work... Long day, everyone's at camp, and we just kind of settle into that vibe. So we knew we missed missed a really good day. Damn. Um, and then 31st, obviously New Year's Eve, um, was really good. Everyone just getting into the camp vibe. Um, we actually went for a drive to a waterfall, um, which was around in Pawanui, and... It's funny, quick story, the interesting thing about this is that the way that the waterfall was pitched was that people can chill out and have a towel and, you know, go for a swim in the waterfall. We get there, and it's just a, a bank with a little stream of water, big waterfall, and there's a shite load of people already there. And there's just not a lot of room, people are like shuffling around each other and stuff and i'm like everyone get out of the way i just kind of start rolling in over to the rocks over to the waterfall looking at everything taking photos and there was a woman there and she was talking to another another gentleman and she was like um oh yeah up the top there's actually a little pool and i looked at her i was like did you say there's a pool up the top she's like yeah there's like a second story to the whole waterfall I immediately took off my jandals and climbed this rock face of this waterfall and sure enough there's this little oasis this little little pool of water on the second tier of this waterfall and I'm like on top of these rocks looking down at everyone just like if you guys like and I just go for a swim a solo swim at this waterfall and it was so cool it was so beautiful All of a sudden, someone else from our party clambers up the rocks. She saw what I did, the inner children in us. She climbed up. She came in. We were swimming around. It was so cool. Anyway, we get back down to the bottom. And I jump back into the water. And they're like, Matt, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? In the water? They're like, no, we're leaving. We'd been there for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I was like, okay. And it just killed the buzz. And it was very much that kind of group dynamic mm. in the new years like it was really good but it was still very much like uh, uh, i don't know if, if one person everyone wanted to do it's yeah, ex- hard to navigate exactly exactly we ended up going to the beach but not actually going to the beach because we had a dog and we didn't think the dog could go onto the beach um but played around with a ball that was fun new year's night itself was good we got trashed <laughs> the campsite that we were on the guy um there was actually a curfew by like ten thirty, like 10 to 11 where you just quiet down for all of the other campers but he basically said new year's eve everything goes go hard no noise
1: just you know just be respectful but just do your thing just so a like private camp like as someone that doesn't camp often i think of campgrounds as just being like public domain not being run by someone but where you were staying was run by an individual yeah yeah so yeah exactly so he he ran this campsite so like in the middle
0: is like a big kind of black building two-story and there's some bunks in there and actually like some rooms so you can rent out obviously like the bunks or some of the rooms and he's got his own place up there as well um and then yeah he's got like three massive patches of lawn surrounding this building. Um, and there's also like toilets and kitchens and showers and a games room there as well. Um, it was so good, like small, but so simple. And we had four lots for our group. Cause there was 12 of us. So we had four campsites. So we were able to set up all the tents and have one of the campsites as like a communal area with a gazebo and stuff. So it was really cool. And he was great. Like New Year's go hard. So we did. We went really hard. Um, we went down to the estuary for the countdown. Fireworks. I don't like fireworks. I don't. It's my opinion. But fireworks <laughs> in the new, in, to set it off. Um, and then much like yourself, we get back to camp. And everyone goes to sleep. And there's four of us guys being like, we knew this was going to happen. Everyone was just going to go to sleep at 12. That's not happening on our watch. So we ended up going to the games room. And we just kept on drinking and we were up very late. Um, but it was really cool. It was a really good experience. Um, very hungover on the first. So it was very everyone just in their own kind of safe bubbles around the campsite. Didn't do much. Um, and then on the first that night. Um, the weather started to turn and it was a very windy night and not a lot of people got much sleep. So we all woke up on the second and I say we all, but a few people decided that it might be best to pack up camp and leave. We were meant to stay there for a whole nother day and a whole nother night. Um, and so, yeah, the decision was made that we were leaving and, we came home and sure enough it was the right time because the weather did start to pack in before the cyclone that happened over the past week um but it just meant that Morgan and I got two days less than everyone else initially on that first day and then we had a whole nother day cut short at the end so it was just a bit sad in that sense of we didn't get a a full holiday experience which Mm. kind of which which sucked cuz you know we was you know we were saying to ourselves it's like this is our holiday you know but we were kind of just following everyone else's orders i guess um we didn't have our own tent cuz we were staying in another person's tent so that's fair enough um that's our fault really but overall it was really fun to kind of you know mainly like morgan's friends and come to be my friends as well since morgan and i have been together um It was a cool experience because they all haven't done that in a very long time. Everyone hanging out, being in that kind of camping environment, everyone communally cooking and things like that. Like, It was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um, So, yeah, definitely rated up there as a... Oh my gosh, I'm dropping things all around me. Um, Very cool experience overall, but uh, yeah, not quite not quite how
1: we wished it to be mm. overall if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean the 30th is the real the real bugger because if you've had that yeah. day you just wouldn't have it, totally totally. Yeah, I was going to ask about the weather because the 29th, the 28th and 29th in Gisborne were really nice. The 30th was okay the first half of the day and then it, it was not great like it didn't rain. Mm. Maybe there were patches of drizzle and then uh, the thirty first again was was fine. It didn't rain like it was okay enough that we were sort of outside, but it, with an extra layer, you know, it wasn't that that beautiful, beautiful sunshine yeah. all the yeah. way, all the way through. No, they got the beauty on the
0: thirtieth for sure, and then yeah, the thirty first and the first were like yeah okay in the mornings, but then a little bit of sun decided to peek out in the evening, um, the evening, the afternoon um so yeah still got sun i still got a good tan which is nice like i I did manage to get it through some of the cloud anyway um but yeah the 31st definitely provided a good afternoon of of sun which was cool Mm. so we just we played we stole the cornhole from the parents nice um and yeah cornhole full of games also you'll be proud um on the night of the first Everyone hungover, been a long day. Some of us start getting a little bit of, you know, a little bit of alcohol back into the system to kind of calm things down. <laughs> I said to the group as a proposal to play a game, and we played Mafia. Oh, to nice! A, to a group of people that had no idea what it was. Um, Morgan and it's I knew such what a Mafia was. Commitment. You've got to. Be, you've got. Oh, to... I know. It's. A, it's. You've, you've. Yeah. You've got exactly. You've got to commit to it yeah morgan and i knew what it was and um she took a turn at running the game otherwise i ran every other game and they got into it man they really got into it like they committed to it um and you know the, there's a discussion
1: time the arguments that were happening it was just so much fun if you um, can get people to commit to mafia and it's the right kind of group there is truly nothing better nah nah
0: i agree i agree there's just something to once again facilitating that kind of fun in in the game like that it's just it's so conniving and i love it it's 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 a great game great game if you don't know mafia also commonly known as werewolf mm. so go check those out great group game yeah a group
1: game that you don't need any kind of board or or physical gameplay it's all just done based on people knowing the rules and and uh, I think a, very simple storyteller. Allo- yes, good storyteller and very simple allocation of roles, however you mm. choose to do that. Um, man, I haven't played Mafia in ages. That would have been great. My one sort of uh, board game success for the holiday period in general was that a uh, Fran bought me code names. Oh yo sick good game. I played once in two thousand and nineteen loved and have not played since. Yeah. And have always been like, code name's this, code name's that. And she got it for <laughs> me. And we played only for sort of maybe half an hour during the cocktail competition while one team was doing their thing. But mm-hmm. that was enough. It was great. It validated so that the game is good. yeah. yeah. Uh, and because you sort of need six people minimum, having 10 people was great. It was like, this is perfect. you know, um, Unlike, well, I guess, Mafia, you, you need a, a few people uh, actually, I suppose they're, they're similar, and probably the the ideal mm. amount of people. But uh, yes, that has been added to the the collection. Nice, uh, heck yeah! So now I just have to find five friends to play <laughs> it again. <laughs> no, nah, good game. Yeah, code name says good. That sounds like a fun New Year's though. Um, despite the not being there on the thirtieth, and the mm. and the you know, it not being quite perfect, which is the thing with New Year's. You yeah, I know. You want yeah, it to be exactly everything. exactly. Um, But I've got to say, Fran and I did talk about the New Year's that we had together, uh, 21 going to 22. Mm -hmm. And I think it's quite validating the sort of year after that to look back and be like, that was quite, quite different. Doing New Year's as a quartet, um, you know, so often New Year's is a big group thing and it becomes all about group, not necessarily group politics, but the group navigation, which can go really well or can go terribly or somewhere in the middle. Um, After this big sort of new year's this year, I could very happily go back to sort of a smaller group. (laughs) Smaller. Not that it's likely we'll do next New years together because you will be somewhere (laughs) Northern.
0: I know. And that's just it. Like through, you know, like even Morgan's birthday leading into Christmas, Christmas itself, New Year's. It's just going to be very interesting. Yeah, what we're going to be doing, you know, like um, making friends while we're overseas. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Um, are friends going to be coming over? Are we going to be coming home? Very much doubt it. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be very interesting to have that kind of dynamic of just Morgan and I just yeah making those things work you know with without the without the usual so yeah it's going to be very interesting when it comes to that time but i'm looking forward to it i mean that's the whole point of of doing what we're doing is to kind of just just uh excite ourselves that's not the word i'm looking for to challenge ourselves in the thing that is (laughs) the wider world and as we grow up and get older and don't have enough life left to actually enjoy the little things it got
1: got deep for a second
0: there yeah a, sorry uh, i i ran off on a tangent somewhere it's
1: fell into a, a deep hole pull yourself <sighs> pull yourself together man <laughs> um well we we have a question time uh this week but it's sort of a communal communally communal. agreed to question time yeah. one we've done in the past it sort of definitely fits the bill of You know, new year, new season. And uh, my question, I guess, to to you, I'll pose it even though we're both going to talk about it is, yeah, as you think about this new year uh, and you reflect on last year, but more so looking forward. But I, you know, often what we, the goals we set, dare I use the R word, resolutions Resolutions. based on the year before. Um, As you think about this year, are there things that, that you've you've made goals for yourself or things you want to allocate more time for whether you've made a specific I want to achieve this by the end of the year or it's simply something that over the holiday period you thought about a bit more um what's on your mind as you think about 2023 uh be it great be it small uh in the new year's resolution if not a resolution something you're thinking about area yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah well before i specifically get on to this year i will hap- happily say one of my resolutions of 2022 was to drink more water and that definitely happened throughout the whole year my water bottle had
1: been full filled every day and at least drunk once can and that confirm is, having that sp- is more in the times i've been in auckland or spent time with matt and morgan always with your drink bottle and I've got to applaud, applaud you because there've been years where I've set that goal and not achieved it at all. Uh, not to, not to push the focus on myself, but <laughs> I think what's made me drink more water in the last year is the la- last year was the first year where for the whole year, Fran and I were doing water in the fridge and like a glass uh, and, the, yep, and, and that yep, yep. has just meant that we drink more to war often. uh unintentionally well not unintentionally totally. but what's you're um, there yeah, you can go for yeah it. yeah but i've i've got to say you've you've definitely done it if there was any if there was any uh you know independent inquiry and i was called forward to make a witness <laughs> statement i would say yes your honor yep. can confirm never without his drink bottle so congratulations thank well you. done and thank you i've got thank to say you. it's the thank sort of you. goal that unless something goes drastically wrong you're probably just in now i would imagine it's just yeah it's just part of your your daily life totally yeah take my bottle to work had at least two today
0: you know it's 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 in me now which is great so very happy for my water intake in my life i need it um but yeah i think for this year it's it's hard to look at the year as a whole because there is such a big event happening in it and all all it is is just to make sure that it happens (laughs) you know um it happens in the sense of making enough money um before we leave to enjoy our two-month holiday and then have enough money to establish ourselves in dublin um you know actually uh getting all of our itinerary and stuff ready for our holiday so our holiday goes smoothly and can you know we can enjoy it as best as we can and then also just get to dublin and settle in find a place to live, find a place to stay, whether that's a flat or a place by ourselves, Um, find jobs, make friends like this year, I think for, I mean myself, you know me, but over the years and stuff, you know, the way that we talk about what kind of people we are, you know, an extroverted introvert is very much where I'm at at the moment. You know, I, I like my friends that are in my life at the moment. I don't, I don't really push myself out there to make more. So it's going to be a really big challenge, I think for both of us, because we're so such comfortable homebodies with the people around us and the people that we love and know, um, of trying to make new friends in a new place, um, is going to be really challenging for us. Not that it's not going to happen because we are very likable people and we get on very well with people. Um, it's just pushing, pushing that, um, twisting the uncomfortable a little bit i guess so for a big goal for us i would say is just to is is very much establish ourselves really nicely in dublin um where we feel like it's um we've made the right choice if that makes sense you know we've we don't get to dublin and <laughs> can't find a place to live can't get jobs you know we're stuck in a city we know nothing about um so yeah, I think that would be a big goal is just to make sure that we're we're happy in the decision that we've made and making the most of that decision
1: which is a great goal and it will encompass all sorts of other things as you've just <laughs> listed off you know make new friends, find a new job you know all these things are going to go into that kind of I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine today Pete who met in bristol he's from scotland has been living in the mount for the last year and a half or so we haven't seen each other as often as we would we would like um because you know we're not that close geographically you know the mount is not Mm. so close that you just hop in the car and see someone um but he was on his way back from south island got on the ferry last night and sort of turned up at our place at about midnight and just <laughs> literally let him in and i mean we had we, we knew he was going to come late like, yeah was yeah like, yeah Whoa. here's a fold out bed <laughs> see you in the morning we'll go for a walk we'll go have some breakfast before you drive up to the mount and uh you know as someone that was born and raised in the northern hemisphere uh, we had conversations about you know Are you think you're staying here longer or do you want to return or uh you know i think this year is going to be such a big even if you don't have a trip planned, for lots of people are our age, or if you do have a trip plan but you're thinking about moving permanently, it's going to be such a big moving year. The amount mm-hmm. of people that I know that are going to be yeah, in the Northern Hemisphere in August and September yeah. is just to, yeah. just unreal. Um, I must say, a big part of the last couple of weeks has been Fran and I trying to plan our our August and September itinerary and holiday. The trip's gone from five weeks to six weeks to four weeks Ooh. to five weeks oh. to. Ooh. This country's in, then it's out, then it's in, and <laughs> yeah, to the point where you know the trip is two and a half weeks longer today than it was yesterday. I'm like, it's just like, there's so many so moving it factors, is. In, so it is, yeah. and we had that conversation today. We were like, you know, it's just a massive part of this this year, even not moving permanently. You know, we've never done a a holiday longer than ten days, like, and you know. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, yep. vacation however you want to so yeah, the same. thought of yeah. doing something extended is you know it's a big plan big planning And we were talking about budgeting and i said to friend i was like you know i want to recognize that this is going to be a big part of this year and this is something that we're working towards and we're looking forward to financially and emotionally but i don't want it to hamstring the first seven months of this year so we have a terrible time not doing anything to spend any money just to look forward to six weeks down the line you know we need to huh. find to find that that balance and so i absolutely understand uh whether you you have this thing that is obviously so so singular and i mean looming hanging over your head this <laughs> is all negative language and it's such a positive <laughs> thing and I, i'm true. very very so excited true. uh for you i don't know if you've ever said or maybe you have said on have you ever said on the show all the places you're going Ah. Uh... I don't know if I've run off a list. I can do it really quickly yeah, cuz it's right here it really, in front of me. Do it really quick. So you leave in July?
0: So we leave in June 28th. June 28th. June 28th uh via Singapore into London, starting in London first. Then we're off to Paris. Uh and La-la. then Br- and then Bruges. Um which is a very big topic. Go back to the very first episode of this of the podcast. Go right to the start. Um <laughs> um so yeah Bruges and then we're doing Amsterdam, Berlin, Prague, Vienna, Budapest and then we go back to Paris and go to Cannes, Can, Cannes. Can. Cannes. Cannes. I always I try and say it differently but I should just say it how it looks. Cannes, which is on the Normandy coast for a wedding. What and then the wedding? uh the wedding's on the 20 29th of july 29th of july is the wedding um and then after that we're off to milan and we'll actually be having our two-year anniversary in milan which we are very excited for um milan through to verona then to venice down to florence a day in pisa uh down to rome through Naples, in the sense of um, Pompeii, uh, Positano, and Sorrento, and then back to Naples, fly Naples to Edinburgh, which we're there for a week um, during Fringe Festival, Um, and then after that back down to Wellington, and over to Dublin. Oh, to Wellington, Wellington. is it? <laughs> back, to Welling- back to Wellington. Back to Wellington. Little stuff <laughs> off with old Uncle James. <laughs> um, Edinburgh to London, and then over to Dublin. So we'll be in Dublin on the 4th of September, and that's when the settle down begins. Nice. So Exciting. it's a big trip. It's yeah. A, it's a massive trip. It's so it's, two true, it's trip. truly two months. Two it's months two of, tra- of travelling. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm imp- i mean start learning your lines the cities yep. you're going to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't miss the wedding don't get there you know i mean it, pete, exactly messaged, is, pete messaged me last thing. night and, he's like, and i <laughs> i said to him i was like you know he's everything fine and he's like um i booked the ferry for tomorrow so i've got to see if i have a space tonight i was like <laughs> I hope you get on that because otherwise oh, you're sitting in your car for the next 24 hours and think yeah
0: I, I think that's the thing it's like you said like the wedding dates like there's very specific days where it'll we'll be like this is important days where we need to fly or you know the wedding itself um I uh, you know we were uh, we were talking about this the other day uh you know we have to be prepared that not everything's gonna go correct oh absolutely you know we have to be prepared that we might miss a train something's going to be booked wrong um you know it, it, just these these little things they're going to happen it's 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 inevitable you'll um, turn up
1: to a hotel and the hotel will not exist yeah exactly they happened a friend of her mum once and i think it was croatia they just turned oh, up to an airbnb and like just it was nothing no it wasn't an airbnb it was a hotel and they'd booked it on booking.com and they turned up and it was just like a flat empty piece of land and i think they got in touch with booking.com and they're like there is nothing here and so booking.com had to sort of say book yourself anything in the city and we'll pay for it but i well, don't wish nice, that upon you least, but, but you never still, know you yeah, might no, turn up they... to a hotel and it just it
0: does not exist <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah that's the that's that's the thing so yeah two month holiday and then moving to dublin cuz Morgan needs to get her, year visa, working visa. I am a European citizen. I'm a Dutch citizen, so I don't need none of, none of that. Um, and we, because we were originally going to go to Dublin and try and um, sort a few things out. But we realized as soon as Morgan enters the country, the visa starts. So we realized we have to just do the holiday and sort everything out be- before we get to Dublin. So... Yeah, that is our extended... There's a lot of places we still want to go. Like, we really want to do Croatia and Greece and Spain and then go Plenty of time, plenty of time, Ryanair, check flights,
1: do it on a weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of... This is the, like, yeah, we want to do this. We knew we wanted to do Italy first. um, And we're really excited for Italy. But then she's been to Paris and Berlin before. So I'm really excited for her to kind of take me under her wing wings in those places. Um, but then yeah, do doing Vienna and Prague and Budapest. I'm really excited about those, those as well. And Amsterdam, obviously, because I haven't been there since I was eight months old. Homecoming. <laughs>
1: Homecoming. The city exactly. will welcome you back with open arms and streams of bicycles. <laughs> um, yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's it. That's what's happening. So, I will be, oh, another note to you and to everyone, I am I will be starting back into full-time work in February. Got to make the money. Got to make the money. I. It was my plan all along to get through last year and then this year sort out working full-time. Um, and yeah, 2IC position fell into my lap at Commercial Bay. Um, so I will be on a fixed-term contract at Commercial Bay until I leave as of
1: February. Nice. Well, you know where to find him if you're in need of some sweet sweet gears, um but to turn it around to i mean the the original the original question i think in general it's i mean it's just exciting and and in some ways this will be a year of two halves for you well a yep. year of a half a weird two months and then a quarter <laughs> maths you know yes you know you'll have your new zealand stint and your uh your holiday stint and then your resettling stint is all very exciting um for my end of things uh for you 2023 yeah i I don't know if i talked about it last year but this was our third year uh friend and i doing vision boards so you know oh nice the first year it was funny you know we looked at the photos of the last two years this year and you know seeing visually how they are different is really interesting you know the last year the sort of the pictures you cut out and like for example, friends, one was very pink heavy last year. Mm-hmm. Where this year it's all sage greens and it just you just the mood is so different, even just from yeah. a color palette. But homely. I think the main thing to to talk about from mine was uh, last year's vision board, and I guess not necessarily resolutions, but I made a a decent number of sort of career goals, creative goals, things I wanted to achieve by the end of the year. And actually got to the end of the year and hadn't achieved quite a lot of them. And there was Mm -hmm. a period of time, not right at the end of the year, probably late November where I was like, ah, these things probably aren't going to come to pass and was quite disappointed about that. Um, But I think going into this extended Christmas and New Year's period and just having a holiday, I just realized that most of the reason that those things didn't come to pass were out of my control. And so I realized, you know what this year, this vision board, 2023, it's just not going to feature career stuff. Mm. It's just going to be all about lifestyle. And so I guess to some extent it was all about actually just prioritizing lifestyle over, over career stuff, not pursuing that stuff any less, but actually just this year, I want to try and spend as much time, making the most of all the just the 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 simple things home time Mm -hmm. my relationship Mm -hmm. with fran you know this holiday that we're planning all that kind of stuff and and all the other careers career things will come what may and to some extent a big step of that is saying hey for six weeks i'm going to go away and and that's you know I will not be available if anything were to happen. Whereas, <laughs> goodbye. You know, a year ago, I would have been like, "Well, I can't leave for six weeks." What if for like the role of a lifetime? True, so even true. something like that is is a bit of a mind mindset shift for me. Um, so yeah, all the stuff that I put on on the board was all related to you know just spending kind of quality time. One of the things you know, I think Christmas showed me was I really value you know being able to come round to mum and dad's and have like a family dinner like that's something mm. that I'm hoping to try and just do once a month on a Sunday, like just family meal is those sorts of things. But yeah, I guess the main thing for me is just all the little goals and things I've challenged myself, set for myself was all just lifestyle stuff. And this year I don't really have any, uh, massive creative goals. Um, except the, the only real creative goal I set for myself was just continue to diversify. Like, last year was a big year for me and picking up lots of different things like doing a bit of producing, doing a bit of directing, doing a bit of voice acting this year. I would just like to finish the year and go like, I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it this week. I'll talk about it whenever the next time comes around, but you know, Got some some theatrical firsts, some writing firsts coming down the pipeline Ooh. with fringe, but yeah, I'd love to get to the end of the year and be like, I wrote a short novel this year, or like yeah, I totally. wrote a stuff opinion article, or, and that's the sort of thing that I know I can control because I just have to try some stuff just yeah. rather than setting you know funding goals or programming goals or anything like that and uh, I think it's a good mindset to, to be in for me personally this year to actually just think about all the other stuff outside of, outside of the career which I guess you know not to not to suggest that that's the same case with you but the big thing for you this year is a lifestyle change yeah totally and yeah. you might move to to dublin it be an awesome positive career change or it might be really difficult we don't know but the i'm big on thing, the back foot yeah the big <laughs> <laughs> the big thing for you this year is as a geographical shift and everything else is secondary um yep. so so i i feel a shared energy with you there but yeah this year i'm just trying to focus on on small things that have absolutely nothing to do with anything creative or career so yeah yeah that's kind of my uh resolution thinking about this year area Mm -hmm. of of stuff uh which i mean it's the 13th of january i feel good thus far (laughs) you're doing
0: well (laughs) yeah no i think that's great man i think it's it's important i think a lot of people really forget and devalue the little things you know routine and fa- family and stuff like that i think it's it's so important man i think that's a it's a great way to to look at it and i mean i i know career wise and your working stuff has changed lately anyway and it's it must be both freeing, but also nerve wracking at the same time. But knowing that there is so much more going on on the outside of all of that is is important. It's, it's it's really important. So, I commend you for that outlook
1: on life because it's it's both easy and hard at the same time. Well, I I thank you for your your commendation, special commendation. <laughs> um, You're welcome. No, no, I I I make glad about that, but. but always always appreciate your uh, your consideration but to wrap up uh let's let's have a little chat about what we've been what we've been watching i know sort of oh my the gosh holiday season so is kind much it's kind of uh, i don't know some people end up watching way more consuming way more entertainment than normal And some people end up doing way less and i've got to say i'm in the way the way less camp Same. um but i'll let you go first. You want me uh, to start? Yeah, please, please. What have you consumed that you've enjoyed or not enjoyed? Uh, that you would, like tell the people about? Um, I, I, I was talking to Morgan before this, and I was like, I know
0: there's more than this, but I just really can't remember. Yeah. Um, but a big thing for us that I think has taken over a little bit of TV time is for Morgan's birthday, I got her um, Pokemon Scarlet. Uh, for her for her nintendo and um, for all of those that don't know the newest pokemon out on um nintendo and scarlet or violet um and it's so much fun man honestly i'm the guy in the chair on the laptop looking at all of like new pokemon and what types they are or while she's playing and we're catching pokemon and fighting pokemon together i'm the one telling her like this is better with this pokemon and this pokemon is better that evolves here and you need this kind of level and stuff so it's been really fun doing that together. It's like I said, it's taken over TV time a little bit. Um, and so, yeah,
1: that's a lot of fun. Random Um, side Pokemon note, because otherwise we won't come back to it. Someone that didn't grow up anything in the Pokemon sphere. I don't know anything. One day in the last few months, just randomly as she does out of the blue Fran was like, Oh my God. And I was like, what? She was like, Ash kitchen won the world championship. And I was like, what she's like ash ketchum from pokemon i was like yeah no i know who ash ketchum is what do you mean she's like well he won the world championship and i was like what do you mean she was like the tv show i was like is that a surprise and she's like yeah the whole tv show story arc is that ash never ever wins the world championship it's been going for like 20 plus years and he never won and he finally won in the tv show and i was like oh okay i didn't realize that the whole story arc was him trying to win this competition and it never happens so i didn't even realize it was still going i (laughs) knew that he won and i watched the four minute youtube clip yesterday and it was not that exciting but uh to those people out there who are big pokemon fans i know that would be a big deal so that's my little pokemon tangent and my little input to the uh to the canon for for that particular area
0: nice nice um amazing like i said i didn't even know i was still going on games keep on coming um on the games topic because i am the gamer um i got god of war ragnarok for christmas even a i game, know that game yeah a game that i had been holding on to because i almost brought it but then i got told that i was getting it for christmas so i had to wait until i got it at christmas and they were like how did you know i was like morgan had to tell me because i almost brought it so i had to wait so good so look first one amazing god of war ragnarok it it holds up christopher judge who plays kratos um is he he got uh he won uh best performance at the game awards um at the end of the year um and it's just brilliant the mo capture and the acting done for because i mean that's the thing about video games these days is you know, if you like your online multiplayer, which I do, your battle royales, great, but your solo single player narrative based games are still going on. And the, the things that studios and actors can do with mocap, um, and, and acting for these video games is, it's just brilliant. It's, it's just, it's just, you know, as an actor myself, you know, it would be my dream to do mocap for a video game one day. I'd I, be so much fun. Um, so yeah, God of War Ragnarok. I rate it. It's, it's up there. It's such a good game. Still working my way through it really quickly. TV show um, of the reality um, uh, value, um, which I have talked before in the past. Um, it was a big topic of ours. Um, the circle season five is back. The U S version um uh we haven't quite finished it i think we're like three or four episodes to go i love it it's uh, it's just it's so different and this this season's very very interesting and saucy and things happening and people are playing it so well there's also a fan favorite back from season one who you know sir no um it's yeah Sh- shabam Shubham, yeah, <laughs> claim to fame. <laughs> He's back, <laughs> claim to fame, claim to fame, um, and yeah, it was it was my choice of reality TV. If I was to go into a show, I would like to give The Circle a go. It would be I just find it very interesting because I hate social media, but I consume it all the time. Um, two movies of the most recent watch: number one, Knives Out. Finally I got seen Have watching... been wanting to watch it for weeks and weeks and just have not got around yeah. to it. Get to it, man. It's I was the same. I've been meaning to watch it for ages. Knives Out, good watch. You get halfway through the movie and you're like, okay, yep, I know how I know where this is going. How is there still an hour left of this thing? Um, great. So really looking forward to watching Glass Onion, which is the sequel uh, to Knives Out, um, and then as of yesterday went to the first movie of the year, VMAX, 3D, recliner chairs, and new market, went and saw Avatar The Way of Water.
1: Really good. Ah, See, I've heard such mixed opinions. I know. And critically, I know. and, and yep. people I've known have seen it have been happy to sort of accept spoilers and have had listened to people have conversations about like, an Mm. hour too Mm. long in the water this and like they ripped this off there and i was like yeah Yeah. i've formed no strong opinion of it so i'm i'm interested in your spoiler included uh (laughs) review it doesn't need to be spoiler free if if you feel you need to spoil it to to no i won't do
0: too i won't do too much um i i it's 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 so hard when you hear so much about a movie because for me, it very much has kind of affected the way that I watch movies these days. Um, but I knew I still wanted to see this movie. Morgan was like, let's go. Grabbed my mum along. So the three of us together, we were all very excited. Um, 3D, once again, took me about 30 minutes for my eyes to adjust the fact that I was watching 3D. So the very start of the film, I was just trying to be... I was, I was watching it, I was like, oh my god, this looks terrible is it me or is it the it's and then it got there and I, I it adjusted quickly um but yeah visually i mean it's so hard when you talk about a movie you talk about the visuals of it. it's like seeing a show oh the setting was great and <laughs> but, but visu- visually the movie it, it, it's stunning it, visually stunning the cgi um the mocap that they've done for that um really good work loved the characters um introduced um children uh into into the second movie and the actors that are behind them their kind of challenges and stories that they're kind of <sighs> bringing forth not bringing forth but just their their arcs and themselves in the movie are really enjoyable i really enjoyed them um Sigourney Weaver actually plays who was in the first avatar she plays one of the children i won't describe why she does but she plays one of them um really good just a really captivating character her name is uh kitty um and just really enjoyed that character um i know a lot of people said that there was just like you said too much water or like just not enough like substance you know excuses to do beautiful shots of this and that and this but i think the thing that people forget is that pandora herself is a character like the whole motherland and i think it's a I, I i said yahweh today but yahweh is the almighty um i uh it's not gaia i think it's awa is the kind of name for the presence of pandora and and the life cycle of pandora um is, it's their own it's it's her own character so i think with a lot of the shots of showing the wildlife and just the way of you know how everything works it's the whole point it's the whole connecting to the land of these people and and you know how it's all just one big massive ecosystem and and living body of a creature um this movie kind of plays on that a little bit more and kind of justified it a little bit more for me so i i really enjoyed it i know i'm not making or painting the most beautiful picture of it in this kind of quick rant review um but i can safely say i cried multiple times during that movie Mm. um and left it being like shit like give me the third one now like just give it to me because i'm i'm invested now um and that's and i didn't do a rewatch of the first one either um just went straight into the second one um and yeah all three of us walked out of it being like what's everyone going on about like n- neither three of us walked out of that being like "Ugh, oh, that was not it we all walked out being like just thoroughly surprised that it had got as much slack as it
1: did because we thoroughly enjoyed it nice well, you've definitely pushed me in the direction of, of maybe going to see it. Uh, I've got to say, for our January movie date, I'm pretty intent on seeing the... Uh, I've got to find uh, the name of the movie. Um, the, the the same duo from um, Ambrugge, Uh Oh, the Banshees. Yes, the Banshees of... In a Sharon, Anna Sharon, Anna Sharon, yes. Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell was probably the film that we wound end up going to see. But you know, nice. I wasn't planning no, on seeing just, Avatar, so you might have pushed me in the direction. Direction, but I mean, look, I I think it's also one
0: of those things where if you did wait for it to come, sweet. But I think seeing it on a big screen is very much a payoff for yeah yeah that
1: visually striking nature of it absolutely um well to to bounce off that as a film that you went in with not with low expectations but you came out with much higher thoughts Mm -hmm. than the general consensus Mm -hmm. i have a complete opposite and my opposite of that is um matilda the musical the film (gasps) really yeah i enjoyed it watched it on new year's day eve if that makes sense new year's (laughs) day night Mm -hmm. and enjoyed it but the whole time i was like this would be better on stage (laughs) it hasn't translated to the screen Mm -hmm. the extra cg that they added for the film that you would never be able to achieve in the show and having spoken to a friend of the show nina rafael who saw it a few weeks ago um confirmed that you know a lot of it is simplified in in the the stage show yeah you know of course i don't know if you've seen the film or anyone else has seen it but if you've seen it there's a magical creature right at the end that you would simply not be able to achieve without significant cgi and the conversation that Fran and i had was we were like this just takes away from it makes it too much about magic feel like the mm. original Roald Dahl story is so sweet because these tiny bits of magic that Matilda can do seems so important yeah but yeah, because yeah, yeah. the film is so crisp and clean and like amazing visually and almost made it too much of a spectacle for us mm. and mm. I would have enjoyed just the Matilda story with some extra songs but it felt like too much Felt too much I was, I was like it made me just want to go back and watch the old school film that's just yeah. a film um, I felt some of the songs add to the story like the alphabet song is so clever from Tim Minchin uh, and the final you know the choreography of the final song was great but some of the songs in the middle of the film I was like this it just feels like music for the sake of music whereas I think here? Yeah. for the stage show I can see why it would work a lot better so I came out of it and I was like i can see why lots of people loved this i didn't love it and definitely spent a little bit of the film on my phone so that's my kind of was underwhelmed but didn't dislike i still enjoyed it i wouldn't watch it again i'd be more likely to go back and watch the original and it hasn't stopped me from wanting to see the stage show it's just made me almost want to see the stage show more more yeah um Another film that I've watched recently, which was within the last few days, a film that I've watched before, a film that I studied at school in NCA, you know, like level three English or something, The Talented Mr. Ripley. Don't know if I've uh-huh. talked about it on the podcast before. I may well no, have within the last has. few years. A really, I don't want to say not well known, but lesser known Matt Damon film, 1999, mm. within Matt Damon's Golden Run. Within oh, like four years, he smashed what an out. Era. Talented Mr. Ripley, uh, Saving Private Ryan, Goodwill uh, Hunting, Goodwill Hunting, uh, Rounders, and then he moves very quickly into the Bourne series. Like this is Matt Damon as a as a superstar. Mm-hmm. It's just such a great thriller. If you want to spend two and a half hours watching a thriller that has twists and turns, feels old school, is set in the south of Italy. Just can't recommend Talons of Mr. Ripley enough. Don't really say need to say much more than that. <laughs> it uh, speaks for f- itself. Yeah. And it's just lots of people have never seen the film before. Like, it's mm. very young, very attractive Jude Law. It's very young, very attractive. Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Blanchett. Oh. Philip Seymour Hoffman's amazing in it. The cast is amazing. It's so um, good. Anyway, I'll move on from Talons of Mr. Ripley. Um, <laughs> although I will say that there is a mini series starring Andrew Scott as Tom Ripley coming out next year, which I didn't know about until I searched Towns of Bistrop up to watching the film. So I'm very, very, very excited oh. for that. Um, two TV shows, which I've watched in the last wee while one uh, called Sherwood. I watched just because the guardian releases its top 50 TV shows of the year at the end of the year, every year Sherwood was number two. Uh, The Bear, which I've spoken about before, was number one. But Mm -hmm. Sherwood, six-part BBC miniseries. You kind of know what you're in for. Just a really well-written, well-directed, based-on-historical events, BBC, ITV, British six-part miniseries. They just know how to make great (laughs) dramas. They've they've got it down, yeah. They just have it down. Uh, Sherwood's all about... uh, It's based on real events, inspired by a couple of killings that took place in uh, Nottingham in the 2000s, based in a town where sort of the miners' strikes was a big deal in the 1980s under the Thatcher government. Uh, the sort of some people within the Union striked, some people didn't, and the tensions that they, that brought about for some communities in the UK and some killings that that occur in these communities where there's still miners' tensions. It's just, it's just a great six times 50 minutes uh bbc miniseries called *Sherwood* that you could probably knock out in two nights that i definitely recommend just it's just great drama um and then finally uh this may come as a surprise or may come as no surprise based on a short interaction that i had before the show but since our last episode i have watched both season one and season two of the white lotus and uh it was great it's good it was it was it was great it's Um, a good show I think my unpopular opinion is that I enjoyed season one more than season two. I, I agree. I agree. I liked
0: season two. So I like the I. setting of it, yeah. but season one, I think it just, it, uh, it, yeah, it did it right. Yeah, It's one of those ones where it's like, I don't want it to saturate
1: itself as it yeah. goes on. Yeah. Cause yeah. Season one is, is they were different tonally. Season two was a, th- thriller set in sicily which is what drove mm-hmm. me to watch towns of mr ripley and the whole of season two i felt on edge like you knew things were gonna yeah, happen yes, and all the yes. characters were sort of more on edge and the italian architecture is more sort of i don't know i think maybe it was something as simple as for me i would feel uncomfortable in some of that italian architecture, those amazing hotels i wouldn't feel like i could sit down anywhere yeah, whereas true. the sort of hawaii resort i'm like yeah give me the <laughs> yeah guladas, let me go on the <laughs> beach you know like this is a holiday i would want to have yeah uh, yeah so i enjoyed them both but it was interesting coming out of season one after people had most people had seen season two mm-hmm. and people doing last season one's good but season two is great watching season one loving it and then not enjoying season two more. Yep. I mean, maybe I enjoyed them equally, but I would say for a significant number of people, they enjoyed season two more than season one. So no, I'm all up on the white Lotus.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, they did, they did very well, very well at the Golden Globes. Jennifer Coolidge, um, uh, supporting actress and Mike White uh, getting director for a TV show. Um, so yeah, good on them. Um, a, a quick little thing on season one and season two, People like to dive into these things and, you know, get into the nitty gritty of it all. Um, You can kind of, people are speculating that this is the way that it's going. Um, But you can kind of view them as um, the deadly sins. And the first season was all about greed. Um, And the second season was all about lust, um, if you kind of look at those introspectively, mm. um, it, it makes a little bit sense. So people are speculating, what could the third season be about? Is it a deadly sin? Well, um, Mike
1: White did, you can watch the sort of, he, he said about uh, the first season, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can watch the sort of HBO after the episode, which HBO always does like famously Game of Thrones had the, the behind the Thrones things. And I watched his five minute clip after Season two, where he said, "You know, season one was about money. Season two is about sex. Who Mm. knows what season three is going to be about?" Which you could very easily translate money to greed and sex to lust. So I think that's probably a a a fairly sensible uh, piecing of the three. Well done, those people that picked it out. (laughs) Yeah, Um, well done, internet. Uh, but yeah nice to nice to catch up with a a strong piece of, of pop culture over the last couple of years mm-hmm. um but let's leave it there my friend I mean uh, rate rate your beer rate my beer um oh true. You know, we're, um, st- we're still got to keep the ra- ratings going have a little last sip uh I mean it probably will come as no surprise that uh you know, the pills is not going to score that highly, but I will give it the benefit of a final sip while you speak about, uh, the beer that you've enjoyed this evening or not enjoyed, as the case.
0: Uh, no, I, thankfully, and I don't know if I did it to myself or my own mindset. It got better. Um, it, it really did. I, I was expecting more in the first initial sips, but as I kept drinking it, I got to appreciate the, the notes that actually were coming through eventually. Um, also, as I was very rudely burping um, to myself throughout the episode, um, very citrusy. <laughs> so that, well, there you go. That's where it was all going. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it held up very well. I was thoroughly surprised as I kept on drinking it, including that last sip. I was like, yep, there it is. Um, so it went from a, um, a very low 7 to a higher 7. So I am giving it a 7.8. Um, nice. Respectable which
1: score? is a respectable score, yes, it overall. It is respectable. Um, the Mounty Pilsner is only going to get a 7.1 from me, which definitely puts it in the bottom 25% of scores. Uh, it beats out the Garage Project and Thrills by a couple of points. I scored it a 6.9. Uh, scanning my messy handwriting, I can't see any other Pilsners on here, <laughs> but you know, it's, pr- it's probably a decent enough Pilsner if you're a Pilsner drinker, but just didn't. Just didn't do anything That's, for me. That is I may it. be out on Pilsner for good now. That may be the end. <laughs> that is the the last straw on last, the camel's back. Last straw. But you know, Mount Brewing Company can do no wrong in our books. Uh, True. This has been a real treat to catch up, to have a proper powwow about our, our holiday seasons, to get back into the swing of things. Nice um, to just catch up after what's been an extended period and to, you know, make the most of the next, next. Two, three, four, five months before you uh, depart on your merry way. We must know. make the most of these uh, both in New Zealand times before they pass us by all too quickly.
0: I know, I know, and it's 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 scary to think. It is scary to think, but also exciting at the same time. But you're right, we do have to make the most of the time that we have at the moment. Um, because it will all change very quickly. We'll be we'll here before we know it. So... Let's um let's enjoy the little things and but for me this is a big thing and uh, always a pleasure. So
1: always a you. pleasure, never a chore. Uh, this has been season five, episode one of the Bros wow. and Brews podcast. We promise nothing about the next episode. Ask us no questions. We'll tell you no <laughs> lies. Uh, from Matt and myself, we hope you had a uh, a lovely Christmas, lovely New Year period. However you chose to celebrate and spend your time. Uh, if you're in the southern hemisphere we hope you're clinging to the last bit of bit of holiday and having some sun if you're in the northern hemisphere you've been back at school or university or work for some time so grind on through winter you can do it uh but yes from Matt, myself all that is left to be said is so we will see you next time i'll be waiting for you to come around hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground